You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code PLAY for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. It's time to have a presence that unapologetically flaunts the fire that fuels your brand. Say goodbye to stereotypes and one size fits most tactics as your visibility marketing and branding finally begin to attract the right people, your people. I am your host of the Flaunt Your Fire podcast, India Jackson, and the CEO of Flaunt Your Fire Marketing. And I have an exciting episode ahead for you that I think is going to be really, really helpful and supportive. But before we get started, I have a favor to ask of you. Could you head on over and leave us a star rating and a written review while you're listening to this episode? I know you've been getting a lot out of the content here. We've had some amazing guests since we created this podcast. And those ratings and reviews are really, really helpful for us. It makes sure that we are able to get in front of more people like you, as well as making it easier to do some of the giveaways that we've done here that are giving back to you. So if you could do that for me, I would so appreciate it. And if you don't know how to find an Apple podcast or your app of choice to leave a review, you can head over to ratethispodcast.com slash fire. There you will find super convenient instructions that shows you exactly how to leave that star rating and review for us. All right, let's get this episode going. So one of the questions that I get asked a lot is how do I get my feed to look cohesive? This question also shows up in what is your strategy for filters? What filters do you recommend? What apps do you use to edit your photographs? Um, (laughs) It also shows up in like what is good strategy and things like that for your memes or your graphics on social media. And they're all great questions, right? And I want to acknowledge that um, (laughs) I I can see where they come from completely. But I want to give you some insight into this question today. 
So some of the misconceptions that I see here is that your feed needs to look amazing, you know, or have you ever found yourself thinking that you have to use filters? Well, the truth is neither are the truth. Neither have to be your truth. And this shows up when we see accounts that are only showing memes in their Instagram grid. This shows up when we see accounts that are only showing heavily photoshopped images of themselves or their team or their clients or their products and services. This shows up, and maybe I'm giving people a little too much credit there, when we see that account that is only showing their products or their services. You have no idea who's behind the business. And these are all mistakes, you know, and if you're hearing yourself in some of what I've said there, I want you to know that I empathize with you. I see you. I feel you. And honestly, I've been you. Over 15 years ago, I started my career in the visual and marketing and photography and creative world as a model. Um, <laughs> and I learned a lot during that era of my life. But one of the things that stands out to me the most at this time is that there was this overwhelming implied concept that you had to be perfect, that what you put out had to be perfect. It all had to be curated. I mean, we were creating portfolios. Portfolios got you hired for the next job as a model, you know, and it went in front of your potential clients, which were sometimes product companies. They were sometimes photographers that would be doing the hiring. And it was very much instilled in me and many of the other models that I became friends with during that time of my life that what went in that book had to be perfect. And I can see where that's very harmful and where actually that was holding me back. So here's the thing. Perfection and hiding behind great marketing gains you followers, listeners, and an audience. Not relationships, connection, a community, referrals, and sales. And if you're here and you're listening and you have a brand, you most likely want the relationships, the deeper connection, the community instead of passive listeners, the referrals that come from that, and the sales that come from the trust that you've built. Perfection and hiding behind great marketing and great graphics, they won't get you there. You still have to show up with the real. Here at Flaunt Your Fire, we help brands settle into themselves and do things differently and show up as they evolve. This is where real visibility happens. And I want to make it clear that we do visibility different here. Part of visibility for us is the humanization of your brand. We truly believe that when you humanize your brand, is where you are able to take your visibility efforts and convert them into something real, something tangible, instead of just getting in front of more people. 
instead of just numbers. And what I mean by humanizing your brand is really diving deeper into showcasing what your brand cares about. What is its values? We've talked about this here before, but what do you stand for? What do you stand against? Also, what does it feel like to work with you or your team? This establishes what your company culture looks like. This is important. Your client culture. I want to know what it feels like to be a client. What it feels like to join your team. What your team's energy is. This also establishes trust. I want to know who in your team really are. We help you showcase this. And when you are able to show who in your team really are underneath the surface, underneath what you sell, you're able to build a know and like factor. You know how we talk about that know, like, and trust factor? This is the know and like. I'm more likely to share something. I'm more likely to reach out if I feel like I know and like you. This is also where we work on showing behind the scenes of your brand because this allows room for connection and trust. And let's be real, like there are real people (laughs) behind social accounts. There are real people behind email addresses. You know, we're not business bots. We're not follower bots, whether we're communicating with each other on a deeper and meaningful level or not, there's real humans there. So we need to humanize this. We need to put humans first and treat people like humans and not numbers. And this can look like many things. So one of the things that comes to front of mind for me is when we worked with an event-based business, um, they held a major event with lots of clientele and also spectators or attendees and super, super fun. And what we had seen happen with this type of business in the past is that the only images that you would see from their competitors or colleagues, however you choose to phrase that, is you would see that they would only showcase the end result, you know, what was happening on the stage. And While that can be very attractive to people to want to see what's on the stage, that's an important part of showing is what's the end result, you know? What is actually opens up room for conversation and relationships is showcasing these other things. So with this event company, what we did is we went behind the scenes of multiple events. We showcased what it feels like to be the person on the stage. And I really guided the strategy for this, um, both photography and social media project with this brand, under the guise that we knew very clearly we wanted to attract more people to apply to be on the stage because the more athletes that they had on the stage, um, the more revenue they had come in But also we were very clear that the more athletes you had, the more spectators because their friends and their family come to see the competition, the event. So 
there's a double side of that is we also are taking into account what is the client's real goals for the business like tangible goals like we have to pay bills we have to we're business so we're here to sell something (laughs) they needed to sell spectator tickets they needed to sell vendor spots or sponsorships as other industries call that and they also needed to sell um, insurance fees for athletes to compete how did we do this we showed what it felt like to be the athlete by going behind the scenes with athletes, showing the side that you never get to see, them backstage, um, tired, eating, pumping up um, with their coach. We showed what it really felt like to have a day in the life of one of their clients that got to compete in this event. We also showcased what it felt like to be a spectator. And in doing this, we captured images and stories um, of what it felt like to attend a competition, both from the athletes and the spectators. With the spectators, we captured images of them cheering from the crowd, images of them shopping with the different sponsorship booths. Oh, and on the flip side of that, we showcased what it felt like to be a sponsor. We showed how they had chairs to sit in when they got tired of standing. We showed how they had tables provided for them with tablecloths. We showcased that they always had people coming over to their booths to talk to them and get to know them better because there's nothing worse than paying for a sponsorship with no one here to speak to, right? You're not going to sell anything. And honestly, we took some time to interview vendors spectators and athletes to find out what do they care about the most and for the vendors it's do you have enough people and do you have enough breaks um like bathroom breaks or show breaks because that's when people come over and buy things for the spectators it was do you have food here at the place so we make sure we we captured that in photographs and also we bought that into their visibility strategy online So everything that we photographed, we then translated back and we made this into a social content strategy. And within the social content strategy, we were able to highlight all sides. We were able to answer the questions that someone would have to decide whether or not they wanted to be the athlete on the stage, whether they wanted to be the attendee in the audience, Or the sponsor or vendor, um, we use those words interchangeably in that industry, but that invested, you know, sometimes up to $500 to have a booth at the event. And this wasn't so direct as it sounds here. You're able to showcase these things in a very storytelling way. And so that's exactly what we did. We told stories. We highlighted experiences. And (laughs) there was at one point where... Like you could not go onto the the league um, that was a part of these events or oversaw these events without seeing at least one or two posts a week from the Instagram accounts and the Eventbrite pages and things like that and the Facebook pages from this event. So we were also making sure that visibility was in the right place. We showcased 
Who would be working the event? What did they care about? We highlighted that many of them were athletes too. So they understood you. They knew you. They knew what it felt like to be in your shoes and they could empathize with you. We highlighted who would be the vendors, you know, and how they had done many events before. And so they were able to really understand what you would want as a spectator and as an athlete buying products from them or food from them. We showed the food (laughs) because if anybody's been to an event that's more than two hours long, you want to know what you're going to eat, right? And so when I think of how you can do these things in your business, it's important to note that what we did here wasn't perfect. It wasn't curated. You know, we had a healthy mix of people's cell phone images and professional photographs. We had a healthy mix of images that were graphics, um, telling you about giveaways or from sponsors, mixed in with people's quick little videos they made with their phone. Because guess what? That's real life. Not everything is going to be perfect. And The beauty is that sometimes you miss out on the real story, only willing to showcase the curated parts. People want to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. They want to see the grunginess. They want to see the sweat pouring off of people, not just the flashy end result. And when I think of another great example, I think of our client LVMH Group and their brand Christian Dior, their product-based business. Specifically, we went and supported highlighting their beauty brand. And, you know, one of the things that their brand really cares about is making women not only beautiful, more beautiful, but happier too. You know, that's a direct quote from Christian Dior himself. And it's one of the core values of their brand. And so they've instilled this in their company culture. And we thought it was incredibly important to be a part of their strategy to capture that. So we came in, we photographed clients in the chair, smiling, happy, seeing the first look of the makeover they received, coming to events that we strategize and plan and put together in retail stores, and just having so much fun and feeling like the celebrity for the day. We laid out a red carpet for them. We had a step and repeat wall. We had a photographer there to capture their headshot at the end of their makeover and we really allowed them to be not only beautiful but happier too and completely instilled that in everything we showcased online we rolled out a strategy for this brand to where their individual retail counters had social media profiles that were showcasing these things And it created a culture, it created a community, it created conversation, you know, and when you showcase these things in this way, it allows room for the people that you're meeting that you've already interacted with to kind of do some of the promotion for you. When I look back at those two brands specifically, the makeover clients and the event clients um, for the bodybuilding competition company. Both of them were resharing the content (laughs) that my brand was making sure got out on social media. And every time they reshared that, 
their people came back and followed these profiles. And I think it's important to note that their clientele were willing to share the unperfect, the non-curated, the unphotoshopped, the down and dirty, we are oiling your body up backstage, the messy middle of the makeover when you might look like you got panda eye because you don't even have it finished yet. They were willing to share those pieces. These pieces went into brochures. These pieces went into um, annual reports for LVMH Group and Christian Dior, Um, internal reports that they shared with their team. They went into flyers (laughs) to help promote what it felt like. Because when people can fully see all of the pieces, especially the uncurated bits, you're creating something that makes it easier to understand why they want to be a part of it. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I'm a solopreneur, I'm a service-based business, I'm a one woman or one man or one whatever show, how does this apply to me? I also want to tell you that it applies to you too. And if you've been listening here for a while, you know my co-host Erica Corday. And Erica Corday is a great example. Erica Corday is constantly showing up and talking about her values, directly and indirectly. She's constantly showcasing what her brand cares about. There's nothing perfectly curated about that especially when you're talking about diversity, equity, inclusion. Sometimes your thoughts, your feelings about things that really matter like can't be curated. They need to be raw and uncut. She shows up on Instagram all the time on stories without makeup sometimes, (laughs) sometimes with her kids like mom, mom, momming in the background. It's humanizing her. She is showcasing what it feels like to work with her. And that can get a little bit tricky for service-based providers. So I want to acknowledge that, that especially if you are a coach or a therapist, you know, you can't photograph a client in a session, like there's confidentiality there, but what you can do and you'll see with her is she's always showcasing images of her with other people because it gives you a clear vision of what it feels like to be in a room with her. And that's important And you're getting to know who she really is. You're getting to really experience the soul of Erica Corday, you know, the heart of who she is, not just what she's selling you, not just what she helps people with, but what matters to her. What is she like? Um, One of the recent posts I can think of that, you know, we scheduled out for her brand is one where she talks about her tattoo. (laughs) If you haven't seen that yet, head over to her Instagram and check it out. You'll find it interesting. It actually got one of the most amount of engagements that we've seen from her because it was something relatable. It was something that people could talk about with her and share what kind of tattoos they have and why. And if you hear what I'm saying, I'm saying that this humanization thing, it's not perfect. It's not curated but it does allow room for relationships to happen. And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can have beautiful, 
images from photography sessions and branded shoots and social content sessions that you've had, you can have amazing graphics. Keep those. And you can also have the space to show up less curated, less perfect, less photoshopped, and unfiltered. You can have both. I'm going to recommend both. Both gives you the perfect blend of trust and humanization and the professionalism that you want to establish and the setting yourself up as an authority or as somebody who has credibility in your field. Both are important. If there's any takeaway I have here for you today, it's that in order to flaunt your fire, you have to let go of perfection. Let me repeat that. Part of flaunting your fire is letting go of perfection. We are vowing to let go of the mindset that you can only have a perfectly curated feed. You can only have perfectly curated content. It's a lie. Why? Because pretending to be perfect is not only holding your business back, it's harmful. It's harmful to my self-image as an individual to show up and feel like I have to be this perfect person. It's harmful for yours. It's harmful to others to show up constantly seeing nothing but perfection online because it affects how they see their own lives and how they see themselves. It's time to let go of perfection. We are saying yes to balance instead. We're saying yes to balance. We're saying yes to being perfectly imperfect. For lack of a better phrase, it's okay to be imperfect. Are you with us? I want you to be. (laughs) I need you to be. Because what I see on the other side of this is with all of the filtered and curated and perfection and no one ever being real on social media and their email list and any other form of visibility, it creates identity crisis. It creates this feeling of FOMO. It creates a lot of underlying things that are not good for people's mental health and it's not good for your business either. Say yes to balance. Say yes to perfect imperfection. All right, if you're with us, I'm going to ask you to head over to Instagram and let us know. Head over to Flaunt Your Fire on Instagram. We want to cheer you on. This is something that goes far beyond business. It goes far beyond visibility. It goes far beyond marketing. We're taking a stance for people being themselves. We're taking a stance for individuality. We're taking a stance for letting go of the societal boxes and giving people permission back to be themselves. And we're giving you permission to do that too. And we want to cheer you on because we know that it helps to know that people are out there supporting you and fully showing up as yourself. 
And just in case you forgot, I want to remind you, we don't do formulas in perfection. We provide you with a framework, a customized framework that ensures that you are showcasing the many sides of who or what your brand really is without breaking your boundaries, your privacy, or feeling like you're oversharing. Thought Your Fire is a visibility marketing agency that disrupts stereotypes and defies one-size-fits-most tactics. Approaching our work with a human's first lens means addressing challenges that prevent businesses and individuals from attracting more of the work that they really want. Since 2008, we provided visibility, strategy, planning, design, and photography services for brands that speak volumes and still go deeper than motivational quotes and memes. If you've listened to this episode and you are ready to let go of the lie of perfection, you're ready to let go of the perfectly curated Instagram feed, you're ready to let go of listeners, followers, connections on LinkedIn, and step that game up to relationships, friendships, conversations that lead to referrals, that lead to sales, and most of all, lead to things that will last you a lifetime, no matter what you choose to sell along your career, along your business, along your brand's journey. I'm going to encourage you to head over to flauntyourfire.com and book a free consultation with me. We call it a discovery call because it's the place to discover more about each other and learn more about your brand and what you've tried and what your concerns are and where you're at. I love getting to know new people. I'm an extrovert and getting to discover these things about your brand will give us a good idea of whether or not we're a good fit for each other and the first place to start on our journey. All right, head over to flauntyourfire.com or you can take a look at the show notes and there is a link for that discovery call there as well. I'll see you in the next episode. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?